welcome everyone to Critical Ditto, the Pokemon role-playing podcast hosted by us and enjoyed by you. If you don't know what Critical Ditto is, this is not the episode to join. This is going to be a weird one, I think. It's going to be a bit kooky, bit weird, bit out there. And actually, next on my, my meeting notes is actually introduce the players. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but uh, apparently Ali introduced this motion. Ali, what, what have you got here? Yes, well, my note for this uh, this meeting is uh, to introduce Kenny Mullet, who I don't know if I'll be playing in this episode, but is an empathetic yet haunted young man with poker powers who's trying to save the world, I guess. And he has some um, Pokemon helping him out. He has a Honchcrow called Fedora, who... I'm going to say it, aced the last episode. They have a Decidueye, a Gyarados called Moustache, a Salandit called Hoops, a Kamoa called King Thrush, a Galvantula called Fleek, and a Spiritomb called Swirly. And if I may, um, I'd like to uh, to pass on, I've, I've seen that David Levesy has an addendum to my points. Um, David, would you like to elaborate? I absolutely would. Hello, everybody. Uh, my addenda is exactly what you expect from me, and it is that I'm about to stage a wild and radical sit-in about some political motion you'd all forgotten to care about. <laughs> Please come and to the room 300 strong queer activists thank you thank you smoke oh, chaos destruction what are their other names <laughs> and similarly radical similarly queer similarly odd similarly destructive is theo the uh, former member of the church of slow king who's very much in the church of slow king right now hunting for the king's rock Will they find it? Will they not? Who's to say? But on their team supporting them on this journey is a Medicham, a Swadloon, a Kabuto, a Barbarical, a Togekiss, which Stu hates, a <laughs> Combi, and somewhere in the ether of this team, somewhere knocking around as a Slowpoke. And uh, in the midst of this maelstrom, feeling like maybe I've managed to topple the 180 king, I turn to look at the sheet plastered to the wall by somebody to see that there is one addenda left. Tom Dale, what other business do you have for this meeting? Well, you're so right, David. There, after being 180'd, I must also 180, but then that's 360. I'm just back to the beginning where we faced before. So I have put forward a special resolution to this. I am bringing in Formia's very own version of Jackie Weaver to sort out this chaos. And that is Brandy Flash. No authority here, Flash. Tom. No authority at all. <laughs> Brandy. Read the standing order, Tom. <laughs> Read it and understand What's it. What's great is art podcast episodes come out quite late anyway and this, this is, is already, already a dated, so dated reference so people are going to really struggle to place this one some people are going to listen to this who were probably like preteen <laughs> when jackie weaver did her thing. I was gonna google, say. google jackie weaver you'll enjoy it doesn't matter what year it is on team jackie weaver aka brandy flash she has Wimpy the Lopany, gary the scroopy snorley only the munchlax dr bunnelby phd the bunnelby flower the meltan and lightning mcqueen the car call. I hope Brandy's able to sort this out as we go back to someone to call this meeting to order or order. to adjourn it. Order. We reached order. a quorum for a reason. Right. Uh, well, I mean, there's a sit-in being staged now, so... Uh, I, <laughs> Apparently in the House else. of Commons. Yes, yes, I've got nothing else to say in this meeting, so I suppose the only, the only way we could fill time in a filibuster is to go over what happened at the last meeting? I'll get the minutes. Previously on Critical Ditto... We are in the Knowledge Tower. Some unknowns from the side of the room started to meld together, bleed into this horrific abomination, this eldritch beast, part tentacle, part unknown, all drifting, oozing mass of memory-sucking madness. And this terrifying creature is what now faces you down, Theo. Togekiss just blithely stares at it and fires a gigantic dazzling gleam that it swallows and like a bomb in the belly of a beast detonates you enter the monochromistic unknown room and within that room are these unknowns just moving in space some shooting out like solar flares from a nucleic center it's like you feel a certain unknown within that orbit calling to you theo sees this unknown that they are particularly drawn to. I think it is green, and I think it's a tea. Tea green. The unknown eye locks with yours, and you find yourself unable to look anywhere else. The tunnel vision consumes you until this green light starts to bleed into your vision, and you find yourself falling, falling away from the reality that you know yourself in to a completely different space. 
idea. You open your eyes, come back to your senses, return to yourself, and find yourself in a landscape not unlike the misty terrain that you encountered uh, back in the payback arc when you were gifted a, a vision and first met Togekiss. And I think at that time you were visited by previous rebellious members of the church, Canaan, uh, who we sort of implied was going to be dead and then was not dead, saying, go to the conclave, seek the truth, find the answers. And it feels like this might be coming close to a full circle moment. I feel like, although maybe the misty terrain is tinged with a hint of emerald as opposed to the pink that you encountered in that Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Rock the Dwayne, please. Rock the Dwayne, I apologise. Rock the Dwayne Johnson's death pen. We've been on a journey, and this is where it has led us to this moment, Theo. Do you have a Pokemon with you? I feel like it probably makes sense that, that Togekiss is by my side if we're, back okay. in the, if we're back in the terrain. If we're anywhere, it could be Swadloon. They don't have to be up. Actually, yeah, if we're, if we're anywhere, is it all right if it's Swadloon? It can be whatever you want. Great. Hillary is by my side. Hillary and Ali, what is what is something that we notice about Hillary the Swadloon that makes them different in this space? Terra Levany. Nope. <laughs> oh, sorry, that ship has <laughs> sailed. <laughs> it's gone. Ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> Permanent Everstone encrusted onto their skin. I think they are huge in comparison okay. to what they normally are. I'm getting a real Studio Ghibli yes. transient spirit. That's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Okay, so Tom, is this Swadloon or is it like a a reflection of Swadloon? Does it have a voice? I think Swadloon has a voice. Guys, let's remember it's Christimus. Match out. What if it's all Theo's Pokemon and it's it's drifting in and out of all of them? Okay. I like that. Yeah. It's a Christimus miracle. Okay. What if it's drifting in and out and the first voice you hear is is Swadloon, Ali? What does it what does Swadloon say? Ow. Oh, I don't like this. Where are we? Oh, no. The shape, sh the shape shifts into Brobaracle, Tom. Whoa. Whoa, I, I love where we are. I love everywhere we go. Another amazing place, Theo. Yes. And then it drifts into Cabbage. I have very little opinions about things which aren't hair, but this this grassy field beneath my feet, it's, it's ripe for a trim. May I, Theo, please? Could I just... And as Kabuto reaches out a blade, it transforms into Jason the Combi. <laughs> I have no distinguishing features. I have literally just <laughs> done what Theo told me to do. Theo, what do I do? And then... It's been swished into Tom Medicham. Oh, something has exploded in the background. <laughs> so sorry. I'm just going to mute myself while I, uh, while I fix this. Hang on. Keep going. Theo. We've been here before. I, I think so. It feels so familiar, yet I don't recall anything here. What does it make you feel? I feel curious, but apprehensive. I wish to ask questions like you say to Theo, but I wonder if what is here will harm us. How do you feel? I feel like the last time I was here, something very important happened. And now we're back here again, so I'm scared, Medicham. Me... me too. God damn it! Oh no, who's that? It's the caretaker of the misty terrain. <laughs> He's got a little dry ice mis misty mist oh, machine. This is Togekiss's voice. God, jeez. Oh, it's Togekiss. Oh, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's better when you can't talk human. Oh, oh dear. This is what I sound like when I don't sing. Are you saying, are you saying Togekiss oh. is separate from Theo's other Pokemon? But yeah, Togekiss is struggling with uh, Ali. Ali, what is, what is Togekiss struggling with in the corner? Togekiss 
has um, has dropped something they were holding, oh. um, and because they don't have opposable thumbs, cannot pick it back up. Okay. And it's misty, so they can barely see it. Like it keeps yeah. rolling around. Like they it keep is. accidentally kicking it <laughs> with their tiny feet. Ironically, Togekiss, who is so so poised, so calm, so powerful in the real world, in the ethereal world, big clumsy oaf. Medicham, Medicham. Medicham, y- and, uh, y- yes, Theo, please uh, come over. Just pick up this green orb for me, would you, please? Oh, okay. Uh, Medicham, shall we? Y- yes, let's let's help Togekiss. I've, it's the least we can do. They've helped us many times. So. I was kind of more happy with the mystical part of the of this vision. That the, the the shocking clumsiness of my beloved Togekiss <laughs> is is actually quite quite terrifying. Togekiss, can you if you if you keep Batting it around, I can't. Togekiss. You're right. You're right, Theo. You're right. Okay, I I am slightly ill at ease in this space, Uh, but the reason being is that I've been out in the outside world with you for what? How long have we been travelling now? Four months. Let's go four months. Would it be easier if I I sang to you? If I did it in verse? We've been travelling. Oh, okay, great. This is your voice again. I was really worried. Really worried. Ten months, did you just say? Ten months. (laughs) <laughs> Time is meaningless In this space I've lost track But the point is, Theo, you've taken great care of me In those months that we have been together um, I will never forget All the times I bailed you out Oh, well, yeah that, <laughs> Okay, that. <laughs> okay I, Yes, I did grant power to you on many occasions but I tell you for why Theo, I tell you why I pulled out my wing for you because you trusted me in that train car with Hillary even when I did that and it went horribly wrong Theo, you continued to trust me and you allowed me to try again with Mr N and that time it went better, I don't think I would have achieved that kind of growth without you so thank you for helping me to heal and for helping others to heal and I think it's only, only fair that I help you to heal something or some things that you have lost. You and Togekiss looks pointedly at Medicham, your partner. Okay. 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 Thank you, Swadloon. Hillary, sorry, I need to remember that I actually did give you a nickname. Right. <laughs> do you know what? Do you want Swadloon to just be here as well? I think I can do that. Yeah, I'd like Hillary beside me at this time. <laughs> Swadloon pops, pops, emerges, births itself from the cross below your feet. Ew, I'm all slimy now. Oh, I forgot this voice. Right, okay, well, this is going to be a journey for the ages. Okay, uh... Theo, Medicham, Hillary. Are you ready to take a journey? Ready as I'll ever be. Is it far? Okay. <laughs> Look, Hillary, it's yeah, it'll be mentally far, yes, but come on. Like it's alright for you two. I've only got little legs. Climb up on my shoulder, Swadloon, and stop there being a little, little complainer. Theo's still slimy, aren't you? Still a bit Yeah, slimy. in this world, we'll Hillary's huge. As you acquiesce to going on this journey that Togekiss has presented to you, the green orb that was picked up starts to glow and dissolves the grassy world around you into something more familiar, Theo. A moment from your past, a moment that looks, for all intents and purposes, like a crystalline clear memory from a day long gone. Only you remember nothing of it. It's like two actors in a play that look like Theo, seem like Theo, are Theo, and whoever else. But this is not a moment that springs from your consciousness. Who is it? I feel like it's Theo and, and Meditite for, the, for this first moment. Sure. Does that feel good? Where, where are you, Theo? 
We are on one of Theo's rare expeditions out of the tower, um, which we know that Theo sometimes took a sort of early forays into trying to see if they could mm -hmm. learn more about the King's Rock. And what parts are for me? Is it local to Sir Float or is it further afield? Yes, it is. It's near to Sir Float, but in a direction we've not headed before. So we've headed towards Route Uno and Route Duo before. But I say we're, we're heading further along the coast. We're at a, we're at a different part entirely. So it's some sort of coastal cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it near to where you witnessed that event with Hillary? I think so. I think that's probably the sort of like outer perimeter of anywhere Theo went. Right. And what are you, what are you talking to Medsite about as you walk up this vast, craggy and perilously thin coastal path? Uh, we are, we're talking about the King's Rock. We are talking about the King's Rock as, as bloody purr. Can't stop me. Can't stop me talking about it. Um, but yeah, we are, we're clambering away and Theo is uh, yelling over their shoulder saying, I, I, I don't even know what the King's Rock could do, but I've heard such amazing things. What, what, do you have any idea? I mean, you're one of the church's Pokemon meditator. Have you heard anything about, about what the King's Rock could do? Tight, tight, meditite. A meditite is sort of psychically hovering above the ground, but also has a psychic um, pencil and paper and is sort of making general notes as well. Because this is where Theo and Meditite are still getting to know each other. So they've not got that unspoken thing going quite yet. So they write down, I've only heard stories of granting unimaginable power, power that perhaps no one would be able to handle, except for perhaps us. Ha 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 ha, ha ha, ha. LOL, ROFL, Copter, Lamau. I think Theo reads this sheet of paper and beyond going, ROFL... <laughs> oh right, no, I, no, I have. Yeah, okay. Um, beyond, beyond that sort of being a stumbling block, I think Theo gets to the end and uh, and draws back a bit, and it's like power. Oh, um, I'm not really that interested in power, Meditite. I, I came to the church because I think there's much more important things than strength. I'm interested in in knowledge, in the ability to finally achieve things that feel like the world is stopping you from doing, from breaking down every barrier that any person has ever faced. I mean, the King's Rock, if it's as powerful as they say it is, doesn't need to make me powerful. It just needs to give everybody else a little bit of freedom. And then Meditite writes on the thing, Meditite, Meditite. And it writes Meditite, doesn't no, it? No, no. Meditite, could you write in English, please? It's actually far more helpful for yeah. me. Yeah, oh, um, oh, Meditite, Meditite. One of my dissertations was in fighting and psychic type dialect, but... Meditite writes, that sounds like a really, really good dream to have. So let's make it a reality. Let's break down some barriers. I do have the move Brick Break. Ha 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 ha, Rufflecopter. Theo, realising this is a moment of trying to bond, remembers what they read in that book that has occasionally helped them in attempting to bond with other small people and about as sincerely as Meditite's writing goes, ha ha, ha ha ha, <laughs> Rufflecopter? <laughs> and Meditite smiles? You hear a voice coming from behind you on the path, Theo, and the crunching of footsteps on crag stone, laboured breath, the billowing of robes and the slight effort of someone pushing overly large circle spectacles up their nose. Behind them, four paw prints of an electric trudging up as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. Theo! 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 Hi, Adri. Usually, when someone calls their name, you, you turn around, you acknowledge them, and you see that it's Adri before you say hi, Adri, with a sort of admonishing moan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it's your thing. I know it's your thing. Just, you know, being scrupulous. Is that the word? Should I admit to you that I don't know the word? I probably shouldn't. You already have. You already have. <laughs> yeah. That's what right. I was waiting for. I have. Ah. I have. Yes. Remember, right. Adri, always asking questions, particularly if it makes you look like a dum dum. Okay. What does scrupulous mean? Because I genuinely don't know. <laughs> what doesn't it mean, Adri, is what I... Is, I Theo also doesn't know what scrupulous means. So it's just going, <laughs> it's okay. Medicite, can you... This, uh, this 
this ding buzz over here, this silly smeagol has no idea what you know scrupulous what, means. I actually don't know what ding buzz means as well. I, I assume it's offensive. Yes. I assume... Uh, Ding Buzz is number 895 in the Formian Pokedex. Thank you. <laughs> Ding Buzz. Ding Buzz. Adri checks. Ah, you got me. Okay, all right, no Ding Buzz. Fine. Listen, Theo, you're on one of your field trips, aren't you? I got it. Didn't see you at breakfast in the tower. I understand that. I know what that means. I know what that means. And I'm, I'm sorry for following you. I am. But Ellie and I stumbled across something thought might help the dissertation. Trick, 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 trick. No, Adri, uh, mm. okay, yes. what, I guess if you have something to say, always be asking questions. What is it? What have you got? What can you do? Uh, I, let me just preface by saying thank you again for agreeing to sort of share the research on this, this project, this dissertation. I, I know it means a lot to you, means a lot to me, and I'm just glad that we're able to do this together, you know? It would be a... Well, I mean, Adri, for all the all the scrupulous things we talk about, eh? You're my best friends. We <laughs> we fight, but we but we scrupulous sometimes. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> You're the person that found me on my first day here at the tower, and we've we've been together ever since. Like, yeah. I know that you'd never betray me and, and use that research as your own dissertation, because that would just that would that would make me break in two. Honestly, Theo, I don't think I would. And Adri stares out across the cliff face and suddenly the, the crag doesn't seem so perilous. It doesn't seem like this remote, dangerous location that the two of you are traversing. It's suddenly the beauty of the sea, the coast, the archipelago islands on the horizon, the wingulls in the air strikes you. Wingull! Ding buzz! Adri just takes a breath. <sighs> Theo, be honest. Have you ever thought about just... Getting away from the tower, the rules, the research. Maybe you and I seeing the world. <laughs> Could be stupid. Probably stupid. I'm sorry. What a ding buzz. No, it's not. It's not stupid. It's as much of a possibility as anything else is. I like that attitude. And Adri clears their throat. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yes, the research. You'll never believe what I found. A post-it note. Someone had put a post-it note in a book I was reading uh, and it said don't don't trust your own memories they're looking to keep something from all of us and it's unspecified uh, but I I had to assume something big something rocky kingsy rock I don't know but I, I just thought maybe <laughs> maybe we're looking a little further afield than we need to with this whole thing maybe cliffs and crags and field trips as much as I'd love to continue taking them. Maybe the answer's a bit closer to home. What do you mean, closer to home? I think that memory fades. going to get some answers there. It's me, Medicham. Medi I, I remember nothing of that. The fact that we forgot what the word scrupulous means is very unscrupulous of both of us. <laughs> Perhaps our memories were tempered with before. It's incredibly out of character for us to, to not know something. Exactly. Real? Oh, Medicham, do you remember any of that? Do you know what this word rufflecopter means? No, not at all. It's been wiped completely from my memory. Maybe for the better in some ways, because it didn't look like a nice word. It looked confusing and perhaps dangerous to some. Toga kiss. Yes. What is this place? Yeah, what are you showing us? And what is a dingbuzz? You are a dingbuzz. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not I did not come on this field trip to be insulted. <laughs> Hillary, what did you come here for? <laughs> you leave Hillary out of this. I'm sure I'll find my purpose. <laughs> um, Togekiss looks at you, Theo, with a sad smile. These are real memories, Theo. Real memories stolen by the church. 
I think we need to continue. Sung through musicals are the worst. <laughs> well, on that we can certainly agree. But... Let's put a scene between us and the next song, shall we? Who's that Pokemon? Bing Buzz. And in the blue corner, we have Shunt on this beautiful Poke Robo Wars night. Shunt, how are you feeling about your opponent? I'm going to shun him. And in the green corner, they are facing up against Midsection, the scariest of all the Robo Poke Robo, the Robo Poke Robo fighters. I will take you down. I will take you down. We really need to get a better name for this program. The Pokey Robo Poker Robo Bot. Shut up, Shunt. It's me, your trainer. Sorry. And I look, I found the weakness to the midsection. You know what you gotta do? Shun it. No, just just read it. Oh, well, why don't you read it? Because I'm a robot and I have not yet mastered that functionality. I shall display my words to whoever needs me. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the midsection. This midsection comes to us from Harrison Cusick. Harrison says, I have an idea that I think would be cool if he eventually showed up. Well, that's the first hurdle. <laughs> yeah. I got bad news for you, Harrison. His name is John Blackwood. He has a gabite, a dubwool, and a scholopede. And that's it. That's and it. that's that's oh that's the end God. of the email. Wow, we really do wow. have carte blanche with this character, don't <laughs> I we? I told you it was a short one, guys. We got okay. John Blackwood and Gabite, Dubwool, and Scolipede. Uh David, you're obviously got loads of ideas. Why don't you go first? Well, I'm just gonna throw a prompt into the room, a provocation, if you will. Go for uh, it. so so John Blackwood has ended the Garchomp line at Gabite. Why? What is what is John Blackwood's problem with Garchomp? Okay, Garchomp is plot relevant, but to our show, we do have that's true a, a trainer who famously caught a Garchomp. Maybe John Blackwood was trying to get a Garchomp, and then Heron just swooped in and, and nabbed it straight out of them. Because Heron was one of the first, after his sister, was one of the first sort of high-profile extreme ball captures. So mm. perhaps John Blackwood witnessed that. Maybe, okay. Oh, Ali's got something here. Here we go. The cogs are turning now. <laughs> Seto Kappa. Uh, <laughs> made it so that Heron caught the Garchomp the day after Bash caught hers. So they were right by the Pokemon League. I think John right. Blackwood was in the Pokemon Stadium when Bash caught it and was caught up in the fracas on that day. And then, well, and then in that fracas, as you described, Gabi evolved into Garchomp? Or did Heron evolve? It was only the X Extreme Balls that could catch Pokemon already caught, right? I think the extreme balls can catch people's Pokemon as well. They're basically snag balls. Yeah. Let's simplify it then. So Heron caught John Blackwood's Garchomp. And are we then saying that now this Gabite is a baby egg they'd left in the daycare of that Garchomp by accident, and they're now trying to get back to that Garchomp? Yeah. yeah. Luckily for John Blackwood, you don't get given an extreme ball at the Pokemon daycare center. So this Gabite is actually in a real Pokeball, is not owned by the Pokemon League. Yeah. So when Heron had the Garchomp taken back, which everybody's heard about now, Oh, John Blackwood was giggling. Oh, he was having a little <laughs> chuckle, wasn't he? But sweet, now he's on the revenge. hunt. He's going into the Pokemon League or, or Capital, but he's going to try and find his Garchomp again from wherever it's being stored in the Spotify of Pokemon that is somewhere in there. Yeah, that's mm. that's exactly where John Blackwood thinks the Pokemon is going to. Okay, so other question here. Do we think that it's a good idea to have a Gabite and a Double on the same team? Famously, yeah. It's what the it's what the ancient prophecy said. Yeah. Right next to that picture of the two slow kings that, that Theo saw, there was a double and a gabite like together. This is what I'm thinking. I think that John Blackwood was more annoyed that the Garchomp was was taken from them because they were about to complete the ritual because they just finally got themselves a double. Where, where I, I believe that the this is going to sound graphic, but the Garchomp and the double have to be close to one another, and then the Scolipede wraps around them, and then they become something more. I don't know what that is. The Father, Son, and the Holy Goat. <laughs> Everyone pack up. Pack up and go home. Um, I mean, it's not a goat, is it? It's very obviously it's a, sheep. a sheep. But let's ignore you that. Do we do what we have to do. Um, <laughs> I, I would suggest that maybe in this region, Gabite and or Garchomp, Dubwool and Scolipede are the equivalent to Formia of Relicanth and Waylord in Hoenn. And maybe they unlock another Reggie that only exists here. 
Oh, I love that. So John, Whoa. John is looking for the Formian variant Reggie. What is yeah. the Formian variant Reggie that we've got? Reggie Blackwood. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say is it that, right now. Is that, a, is that a grass type, Reggie? Reggie Blackwood? I guess so. So John Blackwood is looking for their namesake, Reggie, for me an equivalent by combining the Garchomp, Double and Scolopede together. They are looking to replace and find their Garchomp because this Gabite annoyingly won't let go of its Everstone. And so, uh, do you know what? I'm just going to get my old Garchomp back. This will be easier. Or maybe the Gabite is like, I need closure on this. I need to free my parent mother or father, from their their extreme ball prison before I would evolve. Mm. There we have it. Thanks very much. So John Blackwood is an enemy of Heron Faluton, and Heron doesn't even know it yet. Thank you very much for submitting that through Harrison. If you have a midsection idea or a character, a place, a location, a musing that you want to share with us, email us at criticalditto at gmail.com. And if you would like to skip the queue, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash criticalditto. And you can jump right ahead and we will get straight on it so did i do it did did i win you have read all the words upon me that means you've won yeah shunt for victory there you have it folks and oh wait i've been told by the studio that we're getting cancelled they assumed that the robots would fight rather than read silently in an arena oh oh well apparently we're being replaced by another show a podcast that'll never take off who's that pokemon ding buzz it's Ding buzz, I guess. The next green orb blooms from a flower under Hillary's leafy robe. You've been keeping that one quiet. Weren't expecting <laughs> that, were you, Hillary? <laughs> that wasn't me, I promise. Thea, where do we where do we find ourselves next? We find ourselves at the walls of the Conclave on the dissertation test to study the geology of the Conclave walls that Theo did and is technically the reason why Theo has visited the Conclave before, whilst Adri watches from 20 feet behind with their binoculars, as we established earlier in this arc. And Ali, why is Adri approaching Theo from their relative distance before this? Adri has... Uh just been uh, sent a message that um, both they and Theo need to return to the church immediately. Okay. Adri does know why, but I don't know if they okay. want to tell Theo. Okay. So Theo, you are in a you're in a little tent. Is that right? Yep. Somewhere on the on the verge of the conclave itself, having studied yep. the geology of the walls, yep. and you're comparing notes with with Meditite. Yeah, with Meditite. Yeah. Didn't have any of the others at that point. So yeah. What are your findings? Uh, so, uh, so <laughs> currently, Tell me everything. So, so what happened is that because Theo, Theo originally was planning on doing something much bigger, was terrified by the conclave, has ended up sat outside the conclave, focusing on the walls. And so to try and fill this time with something that looks like Theo is intelligent, Theo has counted every brick in the walls and has <laughs> asked Meditite to do the same. And they are now warring over the fact there was a two brick discrepancy. And so they have started to rapidly count all of the bricks again in the wall, where they can see, and then they're going to extrapolate it based on how many feet of that wall they're seeing times by however much and see if they come to the same number. It's very fun. It's riveting. This is one of, one of our greatest moments as a duo. And we're going to hear none of it. <laughs> oh. oh, we're oh. going to hear... Hey! If you want med, to. Medi, Medi, Medi 3, Medi 4, Medi 5, Medi 6, Medi 7, Medi 8, 80, Medi 9. 81, uh, there is a knock. There's a knock on the tent flap. How do I, how do I, you hear Adri outside. How do I, how do I signal from the outside of a tent? Uh, do I shout? No. I, I like, Adri, it's like rain. canvas. Hang on. Adri, it is canvas. Oh, Theo, I'm just trying to be polite. I'm trying to follow the rules, which you so dearly. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is why we weren't going to share a tent. I didn't even know it was you. I just presumed that nobody well, who else, else is would it going to be? Not to knock here. on a tent. Well, it could be any. <laughs> it could be Mr. N. Oh yeah, Mr. N is just going to waltz out of the conclave, see a couple of tents twenty feet apart, and be like, "Yeah, I want some of that. I want some of that action." Yeah, then he's going to peel back those canvas doors, and then he's. I mean, um, and yeah, no, uh, that would be ridiculous. Be <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Thea, why, why are you writing some of this down in the pen name Mildred? Why? why... <laughs> 
Stop making uh, notes. How good are you at illustrations, by the way? No, wrong time. <laughs> wrong time. Pretty good. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to send over a first draft of something a friend of mine has written, and I just want you to have a little. Thing. I'll get a friend of mine to cast an eye over it and see what they think. Great. Lovely. Which I mean, Ellie. Ellie loves erotica. Right, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Theo, listen. How, how were your findings? Did you did you find what you needed to find here? Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say anything just yet because the thesis is still cooking away, cooking cook away. But yeah, no, it's been. Um, oh, actually, it's been a complete waste of my time. I don't know why I did this. I've already got thirty-two dissertations. Why am I doing this one? Um, and Adri sort of sees you in a moment of slight frustration and despair, and puts a, a hand on your shoulder. Thea, this might have been a waste of time in isolation, but you're on a greater path, whatever this is. Every dead end reveals another avenue further down the path. It's just a slightly longer journey, that's all it is. You've got a great mind, and yeah, okay, maybe this was a miss, but there was a reason that you pursued it, and that investigative mind will lead somewhere, I, I promise you. Listen, Thea, I... I got a message from the church. They're, they're, they're calling us back, mainly because no one could understand why we were trying to research the walls of the conclave. But they also took umbrage with both our names being on the dissertation. Okay. I think it should be yours. I think you should have it, Theo. You should do the King's Rock dissertation. Wow. Uh, well, uh, we don't know that that is going to be the question that they ask of us, but... If it I is, know. it might incredibly... not be. It might not be Theo. I know. I, I'm sure they'll drag us into some hour-long seminar and talk us to death with rules, regulations. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> and I will love every second of it. But the point is, we know what they're going to say. They're going to say that one person, one dissertation, and I. I don't know. I I respect you. I and Adri's glasses reflect some light coming through the canvas. I like you. I, I just think you should do it. Well, I... I like you too, Adri. I, it is still both of our work, but I would say that it did probably tip a little bit my way, but now that I'm kind of being confronted by it, this just feels... I mean, you'll have been in the tower for years and you won't have written a single dissertation. I know, but... If they demote me, they demote me. You can see that, despite the fact that they are putting on a brave face, you can see the fear in Adri's eyes and the the pain with the idea of losing all sense of purpose. Listen, I, I could send a message now. Theo reciprocates the rare moments of touch that have been happening in this tent and puts a hand on Adri's shoulder and says, there's no rushing. That seminar's going to happen regardless. Why don't we stay here? Talk about what your next dissertation's going to be. Count the bricks. We flash forward 30 minutes from now, and Adrian and Theo are still in the tent. It's colder now, darker. Not so cold that you couldn't lie outside the tent and look up at the Formian night sky. The conclave itself illuminates very little from the inside, so the air here is remarkably clear. You can see a couple of Neubat flittering against the gloom. But other than that, it's quiet, it's empty, and it's just the two of you. Ellie is asleep at Adri's feet. Meditite is what is Meditite doing, Tom? Counting those bricks. <laughs> still, still counting. Marking them off with the actual pencil now. What, what piece of human clothing has Meditite found themselves drawn to in the slight chill of the evening? In in some of Theo's clothes, they have um, a pair of long socks. Meditite has actually taken one of them to use as a scarf. Keep their small oniony head warm. <laughs> Adri and Theo have been quiet for some time until Adri allows their head to loll over in the grass and face Theo. <laughs> I know I'm religious, but it still terrifies me. The great out there, the great nothing, the idea of us being that insignificant, it's still <laughs> really, really scary. I know. I grew up never feeling like I was anything at all to anyone. I wasn't strong enough to be strong, not smart enough to be smart, and. I'm constantly terrified that I am going to shuffle off this mortal coil and absolutely nothing to show for it. Isn't that why we believe? Because it gives us some hope that by 
praying enough, asking enough questions, doing enough dissertations, we get to be special. I think I just don't want to be irrelevant, even if that's just to just to one person. I don't know anything about what brought me here or what my past is. And oh, by sloking, it haunts me, it fascinates me. But if I, re if I really get down to it, what drives me? I just want to matter to someone. Do you not think you matter to me? Do I, Theo? What do I mean to you? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, well, you can't build a wall to a conclave with only one brick. Adri, it takes a multitude to make something strong, so... That's you and me. The brick's in the wall. Theo, I lied earlier when I said I wasn't scared. I am worried about having no dissertation, having no future in the church. I don't want them to kick me out. I'm already a strange anomaly, abandoned as a baby. I... I just want to stay here. I don't want to lose you. Well then, you won't lose me. What do you mean? You mean I can do it? You'd let me put my name on the King's Rock dissertation? You can do whatever you want. Okay. And Adri rolls over and hugs you, Theo. Thank you. <laughs> I think at this point, whatever the divide is between the two Theos, at this point, the Theo that came into this vision just screams. That vision fades then. And Theo is just there going, that didn't happen. It never happened. That never happened because I never got to... Togekiss is trying to soothe you. Why did you show me that? Why are you showing me these things that didn't it's happen? Why are you showing me? Because they did. They did, Theo. It's important that you know this. It's important that you know these things. I'm so sorry. Theo, this is Medicham. Let's stop. I, I can't see any more. We can't this. stop. We can't. We can't. This is not your decision. All these words, I never said them. I never said them. I thought them, but I never said them. Why are you showing me? What is this? What are you doing? How many left? How many? How much more of this? We cannot take more. We fade in on a new memory. Swadloon gets into their second box of popcorn. <laughs> Swadloon is loving it. Like, oh, oh, oh a so. twist, eh? Drama. I don't know if they're going to get together in the three call. This time we're in Adri's room, Theo, and Adri has called you in, and this Adri is panicked, and th there are post-its everywhere. Some of these are in Adri's handwriting, some of them are in your handwriting, Theo, some of them are in random church members writing from the tower, but Adri has created this horrendous conspiracy board, Allah, always sunny in Philadelphia, and this Adri has rings around their eyes, looking incredibly uptight. Ellie is worried for their partner in this moment, poised on the bed, electricity crackling, hoping that they don't spill into some kind of mania. Theo, don't you see that there's something about these, something about these post-its, there's something going on here in the church, something that we can't piece together for some reason, it feels like part of my brain is missing, that something's going to explode, it feels like I don't know you, and yet I do, I just, I, something's going on, Theo. I feel like there's a big secret the church is hiding from us, something that they are, even this, I feel like this, this is delicate. I feel like this moment is sand in my hands, a palisand drifting through my fingers that I'm going to lose any second, Theo. What is going on? Adri, I, what are you talking about? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. All I have is these notes, Theo. And Adri finds a note. Uh, it says, um, you will forget. There is another one that says, you are not what you think you are. There's another that says, you are split. You are divided. Find the truth. Search for the truth. Uh, don't trust what you know. There's, uh, My lunch, hands off. <laughs> one of them with the definition for scrupulous. And tears it up. <laughs> this is useless. I just, I can't, I don't, I... 
I want this to fade, Theo. I want, I can't go on like this. If there's, why do I keep making these post-its, Theo? I feel like I'm swimming in them. Actually, not all of these are your handwriting. Some of these are mine. Does that not drive you crazy? Who did that? Adri, I think you need to just remember that these are just post-its. It's just stationary. Are we in danger, Theo? How could we be in here in the tower? We're in perfect safety. I... I hope so. For both of our sakes. And that memory fades. Medicham pipes up. Is there a secret? Was there a secret? Is this a different secret to the ones that we've already been chasing? I have to show you. I've already been through the Tome of Suffering. I don't need to go through this again. I proved myself. And Togekiss stops. The grassy terrain wilts slightly. The vines, the tendrils recede. The orbs lose their glow. And Togekiss rounds on you, Theo, and says... Well then fine, this is your choice, Theo. I have one more memory to show you. And your choice is, do you want to know or not? Why is it always choices? Theo, if I may, you're not alone. We are here with you, for you, all of us. Me, Medicham, Togekiss. We're all here because of you. Because of the choices that you've made. Medicham takes out from their pocket the long, stripy sock and wraps it around your neck, Theo. My God, this stinks. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. You haven't, Ooh, Medicham's you haven't even a better gesture it. in your head, wasn't it? <laughs> That is a strong onion smell. Really? But it smells like onions, exactly. It's wonderful. <laughs> We're going to put that back in your pocket, Medicham, back in your robes. Um, okay, but I fair really, enough. I really respected the sentiment. Really respected the sentiment. Love, lovely sentiment, but washing it next time. Message oh, received. Smoking. No, not at all. It smells like an onion. It's beautiful, especially in a warm room. And on the subject of lovely sentiments, Swadloon, Hillary, I knew I gave you that name for a reason. You may sound like somebody's incredibly annoying relative who never leaves the sofa, but you have all the wisdom of my former teacher, so thank you. Okay, Togekiss, do your worst. I've gone through it before, and I will go through it again. And Medicham, hold your hand, Theo. And the Studio Ghibli spirit of all of Theo's Pokémon manifests once again, and along with Togekiss, they all say, We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, Theo. We love you, Theo. Theo, you find yourself back in familiar surroundings. Back in a place of comfort, a place of learning, a place rich with the memories of the students and professors who call it home. God, I'm terrified. I'm, I'm like... I'm so intrigued. <laughs> this is fascinating, this. The Church of Slaslow's Surfloat Tower. But this is not just any day in the tower. As the sun cascades through vast ornamental windows, resplendent and pristine, no trace of the artillery damage that will one day befall them, you follow it to the library floor. It is occupied by rows and rows of acolytes, nervous, fidgeting, dressed in oversized ceremonial robes. 
Before them, on a raised platform, higher ranks bustle and whisper to each other, the unmistakable hubbub of pre-ceremony anticipation hanging above it all, occupying the same space as suspended regalia. And in the centre of it all, a small platform, on which sits an ornamental King's Rock replica. The King's Smock Ceremony is about to begin. A younger-looking Theo sits towards the back, next to a similarly youthful Adri Fomonsk. They are chattering anxiously in hushed tones. Listen, this is fine, Theo. I've heard that it's uh, a moment of, you know... <laughs> all right, I'll admit it. I'm nervous. I'm Have the one you met me at all, Adri? Yeah, we're new. This is We're new chums. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, and I feel like I give off a very strong, cannot deal with, like, going with the flow energy. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, very so social quickly. situation. There's a lot of eyes on us. Yeah. I understand. Not like, don't, okay. worry, don't worry, Theo. You and I go back so far. We know oh, each other. Shut so up, well. Samantha. Oh, oh Slokey. Put a trombone in it. Oh. God, your face is rocky, like a rocky <laughs> boulder. Theo, I, I bet... Aren't you going to defend me after our many, many years of friendship? Think of all those trombone lessons we had together, Theo. Lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, 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 what they said, Samantha. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Theo. And Adri whispers, I'm, I'm really nervous. I'm just probably just taking out on everyone who's around me. Um, she really does have a face like a boulder, though, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah huh. great trombone player, though. We should not put that aside. We should not you put that aside. You play trombone? No, but they do very proficiently. That's a shame. I, I love trombone and love trombone players. And suddenly, Theo, your name is called at the front. All of this is familiar. To you, Theo, the the lurch in your stomach, the rising from the bench, the heat of, of of your skin as you feel the eyes of the assembly focus entirely on you, the barely contained jeers of a crowd certain Theo will never find a Pokemon partner. What is a new sensation, however, is Adri Fomonsk gently squeezing your arm and giving you a reassuring smile. Theo approaches the front of the congregation and greets Kanan with a ceremonial bow. Kanan's face is younger, but still lined with the familiar worry that plagues it. They clasp Theo's hand gently, forcing a smile. It will be all right, don't worry. Stay calm. Try to clear your mind. With delicate care, Kanan places the king's smock on Theo's head. And this is where things really take a diversion from the story your mind has been telling you was the truth, Theo. A curtain descends between Theo and the gathered acolytes. A faint burning sensation starts prickling your scalp, Theo, so unexpected at first as to easily be disregarded, but as the prickling becomes pain and the pain becomes a savage sear, the illogical feeling becomes harder to dismiss. You try to cry out, but no voice escapes your mouth. You reach for the king's smock to remove it, but find it affixed to your head by unseen mechanisms, clutching at your braids with immovable force, not holding on, but pulling sucking, as if it's retrieving something. You feel what you might understand as your soul being pulled apart, forced to separate like a conkledur ripping a stone pillar from its foundations. You stumble to your knees, clawing for stability in a world that is spinning faster and faster. A shadow seems to be escaping from your body. A small white garlic bulb of a head, limber blue arms and feet pressed together in a lotus pose. Its small diamond-shaped mouth is open in pain that matches your own. And then it's over. You slump to the floor, lying prone next to the meditite, drifting in and out of consciousness, gazing into dark, wide eyes that until moments before had existed within yourself and manifested as your poker powers. Your poker powers that you'd known about since you were a young child. Poker powers that had distanced you from a family that had desired to make use of your strength but refused to acknowledge the psychic gifts that came with it. Theodosia has always been smart and strong. Theo, you feel yourself hauled into a chair as the curtain rises. You feel like half your body is missing. You have no strength to resist, to form words in a mouth as arid as a cacturn-littered desert. And then the king's smock ceremony you remember resumes. You are partnered with Meditite to the polite applause of the gathered church members. Adri smiles from the back, clapping along with everyone else, the light of the sun glinting off their oversized spectacles. At the insistence 
of an attending skin-wearing prime, you leave the stage, Theo, to a small antechamber off from the library. The door opens. The presence of a chair and a Malamar does not shock you. Nothing could shock you anymore. So, that was a twist. Don't think any of us at the table saw that coming. Stuart Clark, we we simply danced to the beat of his his drum on this one. But wow, um, what news? So Theo used to be poker powered, and their poker powers were sucked out of them, I guess, by the church, and that's Meditite. They used to have Meditite poker powers. At least that's what I'm assuming. Let I'm sure. There will be much discussion in the next episode, but for now, let's just live in this bombshell. Let's live in this reveal. Um, well done, Stu. You really took us on a journey there. And also David as well. Um, and Ali, I tell you what, there was great work all round. I think my contribution was limited, but hey, I'm editing the episode, so I'm contributing in my own way. Um, I'd like to do a few thank yous, first of all. So um, let's start with our wonderful patrons. A huge, huge thank you to Zachary Turing, Elena Mialov, Mr. Man, Anorak, Purple Turkey, not that Nick, Brandon Wood, Tommy Portillo and Aidan Clark. Thank you all so much. Also, a thank you to Mark Smith, Brad Demon Dowker, Mike Cabbages, Dr. Rani, Jeremby's mum, Degeezy, Alex W and Crispy. Thank you so much. Also, thank you to Huxley Spicer, Beth Shivers, Jam, Heather Elsnell, Betsy Lewin Lee, Darius Joukowsky, Polkadash55, and Ellie Lieberman. Thank you. I'd also like to thank Jeremby, Carrie Morrison, Scott M, Hi Killy, Kaiko Pin Cosplay, Big Fat Nuke, Jonah Jackson, and Josh Anderson. And finally, I would love to thank Alchemage, Cesar Trevino, Force Majeure, Crandon Creations, Eric Eichinger, Millamoy, Ginny Voss, and Alistair Collinson, aka the Game Master. Thank you all so much. Your support is so appreciated and it's a it's it's you're really on the journey now with us so thank you i would also like to thank michael sands who created monster of the week the game that pocket monster of the week is based on and the one that we play i'd also like to thank braxton burks and the materia collective for letting us use their music alongside glitch x city uh, and also the incidental music today from epidemic sounds um uh, thank you all so much i'd also like to thank um, Junichi Masada and Satoshi Tajiri for creating Pokemon and allowing these twists, the space for these twists to happen by having such loose law. Um, and we can really play around with it, which is great fun. Um, but having said that, um, I can't talk too much about loose law because they, um, they might consider us breaking the law if we were a for-profit podcast, which we are not. We are not for profit and are not associated with Game Freak, the Pokemon company or, or Nintendo. Finally, I would like to thank you, the listeners. Thank you so much for coming this far with us. It really feels like we are approaching the end at such a rapid pace, which is both amazing and yet also a little bit sad. But don't worry. Don't worry. There's still a lot of things to cover, a lot of places to go. Uh, and finally, I'd like to thank the people who will go there with me. And they are Stu, Ali and David. Excellent. Just acting this episode, you know? You really felt the acting, which is what I love. A good acting episode. Who needs dice, am I right? But remember, 
Go catch them all. And by all, I mean your dreams. Welcome in, everyone, to uh, to a very special critical ditto, I guess. I, I mean, I say that, I, d I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I've come in here very... Uh, well, I would be nervous. Only what's there to be nervous about when I've got nothing? So... <laughs> <laughs>